0: Ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Malone. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I know you're
1: busy man. How's it going? Yeah, absolutely. Not not too busy. I mean, I'm stuck <laughs> at home all day long. So,
0: I guess right but, now you're you're not too busy, right? How's how's the how is it in uh, SoCal right now?
1: It's good. I mean, it's nice that it's gotten warm. You know, we have a pool in the backyard, so we're able to use that. Because really, we're not home this time of year. Uh, I think it's been like 15 years since I've been able to. To be in Southern California, just kind of hanging out, so um, kind of utilizing this time right now.
0: It has been uh, very long since yeah. you've been at home during this time of year. You were drafted in two thousand and eight by the Nationals. you got your big league debut two thousand eleven you had a September call up been in the big leagues ever since nine years uh and counting. Um, yeah, you know, probably, hopefully, uh, would have been again this year as well uh, yeah. in big league spring training. Yeah. And uh, left-handed pitcher, six foot tall, 215 pounds. I got all your
1: stats right? Absolutely. Right now, I'm about 210. Everything <laughs> else sounds good. Though.
0: <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Well, again, I appreciate you coming on here. I just wanted to pick yeah. up and talk a little bit about your journey because it's been a hell of a journey, man. And yeah, absolutely. one that a lot of young players would aspire to to be like. Um, can you take us through, like, back? Tell us about little Tommy. Where did he, where did he get started, and and how did he get to where he is now?
1: Um. Well, really, like back back way when I was a little kid, you know, started his t-ball just probably like everybody else. Um, to be honest, I don't remember much about that time, but um, you know, I just I just remember. Bits and pieces of just, you know, just loving to go out there and even whether it was a, a game or just go out, and play catch with my dad and hit, and do anything that was baseball related was a lot of fun for me. So, um, and then, you know, I get a little bit older and the one and only time, funny story, but the one and only time that my dad coached uh, one of my teams, like he was the, the head coach or manager, whatever you want to call him. After that, apparently, I don't remember this. Apparently, I wanted to quit playing baseball. So I think, um I mean, my dad said that he, he had to bribe me with, like, a video game system, whatever was out that time. I don't know. Maybe it was a Nintendo, uh, one of the, the first model Nintendos or whatever. But um, he had to bribe me with a Nintendo to, to keep playing. So um, I'm grateful that he did because it's definitely worked out.
0: Yeah, no doubt. But,
1: um, yeah, so uh, I've always loved the game. Um, it's it's just a lot of fun to kind of like go out there and compete um, and um, you know I really didn't become a pitcher until I was a little bit older probably like like just before maybe like a couple years before going into high school um, so uh, it's just something that I think um, I've always been able to throw strikes so it was just one of those things where we didn't have a, a pitcher for a certain game and they're like like hey Tommy can you pitch and I was like yeah sure you know I'll give it a shot and you know, I was throwing a lot of strikes and, and I mean, mainly I'm guessing I was only throwing fastballs to be honest, but, um, it was just one of those things where it just kind of clicked, you know, I was, I was throwing strikes and everything was around the plate. So they're like, wow, like, like maybe you can become a pitcher. Um, and at the time, you know, I'm young, I'm like, I'll, all I want to do is hit, like, I don't want to pitch. Uh, but you know, I did both. So it kind of worked out. And then, um, you know, just kind of like, as I'm getting a little bit older and older, I'm still hitting. That's still the, the the thing that I like to do more, um, but I get into high school, same, a little bit of the same. I start getting better and better, um, and then um, college was kind of like the halt of the the hitting. Welcome so, to PO land. Um, yeah, for sure. So. Um, yeah. You know, they gave me a shot. I said, I went to USC. They they were like, Hey, we want you to pitch. Um, they're like, we know you can hit, but we'll give you a shot, but whatever. And um, you know, I, I, I hit a little bit in the, like, the inner squad games. I didn't do very well. And they're like, well, that's, that's the end of that. <laughs> so uh, I think that's probably what they wanted to happen, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so uh, pitcher in through uh, college and then you know, drafted in 08, like you said, and, um, you know, just Did you get drafted
0: in 2000? Uh, did you get drafted in junior after junior year or senior year?
1: Junior year. Junior Yeah. So three years at USC.
0: When did you know, like along that path that you just gave us, when did you know, like you had a shot at this? Like, I want to be a pro baseball player. I think I could really do this.
1: Yeah. So obviously as a kid, your dream is to always be like, if you love the game, your dream is to always be a professional baseball player and, it's not until you get somewhat close, like maybe it's high school. Maybe it's, yeah, it's probably going to be somewhere around high school where you actually know if you can actually do it or not, I guess would be the, I don't know. Um, but it was freshman year of high school where like I was good, but I wasn't great. I get into to high school, you know, I'm, I would say like, I'm one of the better ones, but like, I'm still not like, you know, peak. So um I don't know what, I don't know what happened. Something clicked midway through uh, my freshman year and it was probably more uh, on the hitting side than it was the pitching side. I felt like I've always been a decent pitcher, but um, yeah, something clicked. And after that, it's just like, I just kind of ran with it. So um, yeah, I don't, I, to be honest, I can't pinpoint one thing, but it, that was about the time frame.
0: Let me ask you this. Were there any big struggles coming up in baseball that you had to overcome? Or even when you got into pro ball, I'm sure you'd come across some struggles. Is there anything that comes to mind, um, you know, situations that you really had to struggle with or overcome?
1: Yeah, I mean, the biggest struggle obviously is the type of pitcher that I am. I don't throw hard. So, um, you know, you rise through the ranks and especially early on, um, you're trying to like get through those lower levels. You have a lot of guys who are free swingers. Um, and you know, there is there's a couple of times there where like, I wasn't pitching very well. And I think, uh, high A for, for instance, like the first, I don't know, month and a half, like I did good and then I had like a bad stretch and I did good. you know, it's just like kind of like a roller coaster ride. And, um, you know, it was, it was just one of those things where like, you don't throw, I don't throw hard. So like, I'm probably not going to get a shot just like, you know, like one of the, like a prospect guy would. So, um, you know, I have to keep pitching well in order to, to rise through, you know, the minor leagues and, you know, possibly become a big leaguer one day. So um, I think that part was probably the toughest is like when it's going good, you're not thinking about it. You know, it's, it's easy. Right. But if, when, when you're not pitching well, you go through those rough patches when you have to like really sit back and and remember, you know, probably why you're there in the first place and kind of like you just have to be strong mentally. So um, that was the hardest part, I think, was with being strong mentally through the tough times, Um, especially when, you know, you have all the doubters. Because, like for me, like I keep saying, I don't throw hard. So there's a a lot of doubters. Well, you obviously got past those struggles quickly because you made it into the big leagues within
0: three years, which is amazing. That's super fast. And then you're stuck there. You know, I hear guys say it's hard to get to the big leagues, but it's even harder to stick around. And you've been able to do that. So if you don't throw hard, what do you attribute to your success in the big leagues? And also, I I have to imagine that it's your pitches, too. Um, So if you can, after you talk about that, maybe go into what pitches you throw, how you grip them, and what you're trying to do, uh, make the ball do to keep batters off balance.
1: Yeah. Um, So... Really, like talking about what I was just talking about about the, the struggles, like going through those periods. I I really only struggled, if I'm being honest, that that one stretch of period in high A, like early in the season, the month and a half or whatever it was, and then after that, I you know I just it was just more of like a it's a confidence thing. Like you start pitching well, everything starts working, and you kind of just roll with that. And I think that's one thing through that time that I learned to do is be mentally strong again when I do have maybe a couple bad games in a row now I'm now I've been there I've done it and I know how to get through it quicker than I did before Um, so that was that was one thing that really helped me Um, and just I just love proving people wrong you know so (laughs) it's just uh, it's one of those things where I knew you know if I made it and I can stick it you know it'd be a good story maybe. So, um, you know, I just, it, I always love the game. So, um, you know, I wasn't going to give up just because a couple of people say, Hey, you don't throw very hard. Uh, I don't think you're going to make it. It's like, okay. Um, but, um, yeah. So I think that's probably one of the, one of the reasons why, you know, I've been able to be around as long as I have is just because of my mentality. Um, you know, I might not show it out on the mound. You know, I, I feel like I, I try to be calm and collective when I'm on the mound, you know, have that persona of, uh, being, you know, that true like makeup guy where like nothing affects me. Um, but you know, to me in my head, I'm, I'm a bulldog out there and I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm going to get you out is my mentality. So I think that's part of why I've been able to stick around as long. Um, and then going to, uh, my pitches, got a ball right here. So, um, Going through, so fastball, I mainly 4 seam fastball. Changeup is my bread and butter, off-speed pitch, curveball, and then I actually just started uh, throwing a slider full-time last year. Uh, I threw a little bit the year before, 2018, but um, it was kind of one of those pitches where, like, I hadn't really, like, trusted it yet, so, like, I'd throw it sparingly um, and probably mainly for balls. But, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so fastball 4 seam just – just like that, right here, just traditional four seam. I'm trying to just get that with all the analytics nowadays. Uh, I gotta get the the new terminology, the true spin, so you get like the the actual. Um, I guess like more consistent spin, so it like really rides. And apparently, like I never knew this before all this analytics stuff started. So I didn't know that my ball does have ride already. Um and then now it's just a matter of how we can figure out how to get maybe a little bit more. Um because you know, like I've I had always been um approached by guys that I've faced in the past and they're like they are like I look at the radar gun and it says eighty six, eighty seven, but like it just jumps on me and he's like, It looks like you're throwing a lot harder than you are. And like I'm just like, Okay, you know, maybe it's just it's got to be obviously something that I'm doing um and then obviously with the analytics now it makes a lot more sense but um okay so fastball change ups so just traditional circle change just right here two seam basically a two seam circle change so it's i don't know i don't know why because I don't really throw a two seam so um but it's worked that's the the pitch that i've i throw the most well obviously besides fastball but like um it's one of those things that, like, I literally could be off in the offseason, take two months off, come back, pick up a, a ball, throw a changeup, and it would probably work. Wow. So it's just one of the pitches that just clicked.
0: Do you have an idea of, like, percentage of that pitch that you throw? Like, are you so in the
1: last, last year, yeah, it was like they wanted me to throw it more, obviously. So, like, we have those meetings, especially now with all the data, and they're like, your changeup's really good. You need to throw it more. I'm like, okay, that makes sense but um is i think like 35% maybe maybe it's somewhere in that range and i think my fast more, one, and they wanted more than that they uh they wanted it to be almost even with my fast one i think it was pretty close so um yeah so yeah it's, like i said it's that's my pitch. So like, there's a day that I don't have that it's, it's going to be trouble unless I'm really spotting up my fastball. But, um, so next curveball, just, uh, I don't know, just bring it like right across the the little like horseshoe right here, Sorry, right here. So right up over like this. And it's just one of those pitches that like, it's okay. It's not like a, a great pitch, but like I can throw it for strikes and I feel like I can move it around enough to, to be a little bit successful with it um what kind of movement are you trying to get on that uh just more 12-6 I guess um it actually I think has helped a little bit more now because like I was talking about with my fastball like it has that ride so it does play up in the zone so now I can throw that fastball up in the zone and then work the curveball off of it so like you know it's it's I don't know Coming out of the same tunnel. Yeah, it's the same tunnel. Yeah. That's that's a big thing with me, is like the tunneling, especially with the fastball and the changeup. Those are the those that's the main tunnel that I would use for any at bat, really. Um, and then now with the slider, which I'll explain, you know, show you, it's kind of the same thing. So I'd use the same tunnel, but you know, one's going this way, my changeup's going this way, and then fastball's obviously staying straight. So uh, I think it's it's definitely helped with that. But um, so moving on to slider this, I don't know really how I got to this grip. Cause this looks just like a two seam grip to probably most people that, that no grips, but so I'm using mainly just my middle finger right here and using the seam and just kind of like ripping it this way for my slider. And I think, um, I saw it, I think it was Kluber throws his slider kind of like that, like that same grip uh, obviously, I'm not going to have a Kluber slider so <laughs> that hard. He probably rips it a lot harder. He throws a lot harder. But um, I just, like, played around with it and started throwing it, and it was, like, it was actually moving. And I had played with sliders before, but they were, you know, different grips. And and it was um, – I don't know. I don't think I was really convinced that they were very good. And I started throwing this, and um, I think it was just the perfect storm of stuff where – Started moving, and I was like, "I kind of need another pitch. Maybe this could work." And I just kept throwing, and it's it's actually been a good pitch for me.
0: That's awesome. Let me ask you this: There's so many programs out there now, like pitching programs, and I know you did some work with some weighted ball stuff. Um, But coming up, was there any specific program or protocol that you followed, or was it more of? let me learn something, let me try it, let me see how it felt, and then kind of building your own philosophy as you go? Um, Or is there, like, one thing that you found that worked for you and you stuck with it? Like, what's your – how did that work in the process of you coming up and playing in the big leagues?
1: Um, To be honest, like, there wasn't – I mean, not that – maybe I didn't know at the time, but, like, there, I didn't really follow a program. Um, I There wasn't really weighted balls. Um, There wasn't that kind of stuff. So – I didn't do any of that, but, um, you know, it was just one of those things where like I was, I was successful. So like, it was like, it's like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing. It's not like at the time, like I wasn't thinking like I need to throw harder. I was just thinking I'm being, I'm good right now. I need to stay in this little bubble of like what I'm doing, whether it's like, I'm just playing catch. Maybe it's long toss to get my arm strength up, you know, stuff like that still continuing to do like shoulders and make sure that's strong and work out and and lift legs and make sure like I'm not using all arms you know I can actually use my body as well um but yeah as a like a program wise like I I didn't really do anything besides just making sure I'm throwing every day and and doing that kind of stuff
0: yeah it's funny you say that because you know I feel like a lot of younger players, especially nowadays with the internet and everybody's got a pitching program. Uh there's, yeah. you know, the young players are like, I need to do this, I need to do that. I have to do this. And but I feel like most of the guys who are playing kind of build their own philosophy. Like everybody's different. I'm sure there's guys on your team that do stuff totally different from you and they're yeah. guys in the big league who are successful. So you yeah. know I, I've been a, on this kick of like, you know, you have to understand who you are, what type of pitcher you are and what you're trying to accomplish. And you build your philosophy along the way, because you're going to have a hundred different coaches telling you a hundred different things. There's going to be hundreds of different programs. You have to learn what feels good, uh, take what feels good, implement it. And if it's working, keep using it, take take the other stuff and throw it away. You know, that's at least in my opinion, that's the way I had success uh, as well. So that's something I've been preaching a lot about. And it seems that that's kind of the path that, you have followed too. You said, uh, something about being in the weight room. Um, and I know, I believe that you, I remember seeing a picture in your house with like a squat rack and some weights and stuff like that. Yeah. Are you big on, uh, like lower body development, working squats and stuff like that? Was that a big help for you?
1: Yeah. Uh, I will actually early on in my career, uh, high school, maybe like, I, definitely college. And then even into pro ball a little bit, like I, probably a lot of people as well just did not like lifting legs. This is one of those things where like I'm excited to lift upper upper body. Not that I'm trying to be like um you know, like get a beach body kind of thing, but like, yeah, it's just I don't know what it is about it, but like I just rather lift upper body than you gotta feel lift. that
0: pump, man. It feels good. Yeah. Get that little pump going.
1: <laughs> exactly. You get you get the pump in the legs, it doesn't feel as good. Uh uh-uh. uh um yeah, so <laughs> I think I learned I learned quickly in Pro Ball that you know, we're playing a lot more often uh, pitching, you know, like you're in, in college, you're pitching once a week on the same day. And now you're going to pitch every fifth day. You need to, you need to be strong, especially in your, your lower body and your legs. So um, I think that's something that I learned quickly coming in because playing catch every day and all that can get my, my arm in shape, but, you know, endurance wise, when you're on the mound and every fifth day, um, legs is, legs are very important. So, um, but yeah, you know, I'm lucky right now, you know, during this time that I have the the little gym in my garage. So, you know, I'm able to go throw with a buddy that, that lives around here. Um, so really nothing changes from the off season. Um, I, I can still get all of my work in. Um, so everything's, everything's good right now. Just, just the weight, waiting. And you
0: got a, uh, you got a new mound too. How's the mound
1: holding? It? Yes, I do have a new mound. It's good. I've set it up. I don't know if you've seen the videos, but I set it up in my, uh, my backyard and it's, it's not like it's way open, you know, in my backyard. So like, we're trying to kind of cram it in there. Um, just cause like, obviously just like everybody else, we can't get to mounds around here, you know, high schools are closed and there's not a lot of extra fields. So um, just do the next best thing and throw in my backyard.
0: Nice. Very nice.
1: I don't know yeah. if you can see
0: behind me here. Let me move this thing out of the way, but I got the sweet Tommy Malone Jersey. Back I saw here. It
1: when we first started, it's kind of zoomed in now, so I can't see it. Oh, as much. you can't see it. Yeah. I no, no, um, I saw it before though, but that is one of my, one of my
0: favorite, uh, favorite jerseys right there just because of what you, what you wrote on it. And, uh, uh super cool funny story that's how we that's how we uh well i say met but that's how we started talking yeah. in the beginning yeah um i actually sell these uh shadow boxes on my website and tommy uh saw them and, and thought they were cool so now
1: he has a couple jerseys. who what jerseys do you have now hanging up oh i have so many jerseys now i didn't get any last year which i'm kind of disappointed in but like in my garage right now i have i have a pool so i have a trout i have a mower. Hunter. Um, and then my time with the Twins, I got a Molitor, uh, Bly Levin, um, I think a couple more. And then um, two years ago with Washington again, I, I got Harper, Scherzer, Strasburg. Um, I, yeah, I have a lot. and <laughs> you're, you're killing been, me now. I got to catch up. <laughs> it's been a cool little little hobby to have while playing you know obviously i'm I'm in that position to be able to get those a little bit a lot easier than than most people so um you know i just kind of take advantage of it yeah that's awesome i (laughs) wish i would have done
0: more of this i started my jersey collection after i got done playing and most of these guys aren't big names like you're talking like some of the guys that you had mentioned but they're all guys i know and my friends who had made it up to
1: the big yeah which is kind of a cool little collection too it's like you got your own little like people that you know yeah, from, so. That's I cool.
0: wish I wish they would write some. Your your message was the best one that I have down here. Yes. Like my my friend Delabar right here. He just wrote to John! Exclamation! Exclamation! Come on, Stevie, what the heck is that? You can't even <laughs> write me a nice note or something on it. Like Gomes, he says, "Fat guys throw hard." That's funny. That's cool. <laughs> and that was something we used to talk about because we used to talk yeah. about the more Oreos you could eat from the spread, the faster you were going to throw that day. So yeah, we're crushing the Oreos on the spread. <laughs> Perfect. Talk about talk about the difference in minor league spread versus major league spread.
1: Oh well, when I was first coming up, it was like it was basically like a like fast food versus you know like going out to eat a steak dinner. That was like the the um, analogy the gauge or whatever. So uh, now it's a little bit better. Um, I was in triple a a little bit last year before I get called up and um it's teams are getting more involved before I think it was more like the whoever owns that affiliate is kind of like in charge of all that and like the clubby that's there like they kind of just get whatever's cheaper obviously because they want to make more money so um teams are more involved they're paying for half or even all of like meals and stuff like that so like um minor leagues actually are getting a lot better now before it was like i was like i was telling you it was like you get peanut butter and jelly sandwiches uh cup of noodles like those are all the go-to's for me (laughs) um and but big leagues is is by far the best obviously um you know a lot of places now especially will have like one or two chefs that are there cooking Pretty much all the time, and you can you can go up to them and ask them like, "Hey, can you make me a sandwich, or can you do this? Can you do that?" Um, and they'll pretty much do anything you ask. So it's it's definitely a lot nicer. That's so sweet. That's cool. yeah. What uh, you are a dad. I am. What yep. advice do you
0: have for parents of young athletes who aspire to play professional baseball and who are you know the parents are want the best for their kids, obviously um being a dad yourself what kind of advice do you have for those parents coming up in the game of baseball
1: um to be honest probably just be patient um you know like especially when your kids young i feel like a lot of parents just throw so much at them that it's like we need to do this we need to do that we got to go out and practice we got to do this but like realistically now that I like look back at it, like I wanted to do that on my own, which is good. But like my parents never pushed me to, like I was still going out with my friends and skateboarding and, you know, like just having fun like that. And I feel like now it's like these kids get pressured into playing baseball 24 seven from their parents that that's why they end up not wanting to play anymore. So they just get burned out because it's like, they're forced into doing it rather than just wanting to do it on their own.
0: And they're specializing a lot earlier. I don't know about you, but like when I was young, I played football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, you know, coming up as a young kid. Um, and then not to mention that year that you, your dad did coach, you said you wanted to quit. Yeah. yeah so that, <laughs> That's something for parents I, to think about
1: as well. Yeah, and I, and I don't know if that was specifically because of him. It just happened to be at the same time. So it's just kind of how he tells it. Um, I wish I I would remember it. So how was he, uh, how was he in your, uh,
0: how was he like as a role model or a motivator in your baseball career?
1: Oh, him and my mom have been nothing but, but amazing. Like through my whole baseball career, like from little to, to now it's, it's crazy to, to look back and kind of, think about like what they had done obviously they're my parents they're gonna do anything for me but um just to like be a parent now knowing like in like I'm now I'm in their footsteps um it's it's just cool and you know I'm so grateful that you know they took the time to make sure that I was at practices and you know like that it's easy for them to you know they're working all day long it's easy for them to be like you know we're not gonna be able to make it we're gonna have to skip this practice blah, blah, blah. but they they made sure that I made all of my practices they were at all of my games um, and it's just it's just super grateful that you know they've they were there to and they supported me that much to to um, make all of that happen
0: well, they did something right. Cause you're not just a great baseball player, but you're a really cool dude. Um, Appreciate it. So I, whatever they're doing, they, they, did, they did something right. Um, let me ask you this. What do you see in the next year, three years, five years down the road in baseball? And then whenever that time may come,
1: what do you see life after baseball? So you're talking in baseball, like for me,
0: Yeah. Yeah. First, what do you see, you know, in the near future in
1: baseball? And then later on when baseball is over, what do you see? Um, so truthfully, I'd love to, I would love to play as long as I can. Um, you know, if if that's a couple more years, if it's five years, like that's, that's great. You know, as long as I'm successful and, um, and just loving the game, then I'm going to keep doing it. Um, it's, it is getting to that point where obviously I'm getting, I wouldn't say I'm older, old, but I'm getting older. um, And my kids are starting to get old enough to start school and they're going to have to be away from me for longer. Um, So it's, it's one of those decisions where like, you know, if it adds up, then I'll keep playing. If it doesn't, then you know, I won't. Um, So, but after baseball, like, to be honest, I haven't really given it a lot of thought. You know, there's some things that I could get into. Um, it would be cool to own my own business. I don't know exactly what that would be yet. Um, I don't know if that would be like as small as just opening like a little batting cage and doing lessons and, you know, stuff like that, or like an actual, like, you know, do something, something else. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I, I want to keep playing as long as I can. Um, and uh, we'll see when it comes, I guess.
0: Well, I think you got a lot more left in the tank. Hopefully you get to play for a whole other decade. I'd love to watch that happen. Um, I'm yeah, sure your too. Kid, your kids and your wife would love you to be home more. Yeah. Corona, oh, yeah. The coronavirus situation has been uh, – uh, A curse and a blessing, I'm sure, you know, to be home with the family during this time of
1: year. Good way to put it. But, uh,
0: and and I think in business, I think you would be great at pretty much anything you do. I think I was talking to someone the other day about baseball players in business. It seems like a lot of baseball players, when they get done, get into business. And my theory is we're really good at failing. So even if we open a business that is terrible, we're just going to keep going and keep going and keep going until we figure it out and make it work.
1: Well I mean we fail more than we succeed, so I mean <laughs>
0: so we're just used to it we're used to it exactly <laughs> so i'm i I'm positive you would be uh, you would be great at that as well so appreciate i mean man, I appreciate your time i uh, again absolutely you know I'm sure a lot of young players and their parents will be watching this, and they're gonna get gain a lot from it so uh I thank you and I'm sure they're gonna thank you as well and um we wish you nothing but the best and uh Keep up the great work, man.
1: We'll keep watching for you. Cool. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.